Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, my friends. This week, I want to talk about the little micro adjustments that we can make to accommodate the the weather, the activity levels that are happening, just everything that's going on. It is high on summer at this point. Everything is green. Everything is loud. Kids are out of school. It's freaking bananas. And we're finding ourselves in this period of wanting to make the most of these particular summer days, right? Like where it's starting to be really nice. The weather is good. We can be outside. Everybody's pools are open. Super fun. Not wanting to miss out. Tons of carnivals, tons of fairs. Wanting to do all the things. And there's also the reality that we have to kind of sacrifice some things to get all that done. So it seems to be an ongoing theme for me lately that there is only so much energy that I have. And there is a lot of things that I want to do. And in order to do them all, I really need to plan ahead or I need to be kinder to myself during the day when I realize I bite off more than I can chew or I've done a bit too many things. One of the things that I've noticed about myself personally is that if I have too many plans consecutively, I don't want to do any of them anymore. It's like I give up. (laughs) I'm just like, that was too many and now I am done and all of the plans can go away now and I want to just renege on all of them. Um, I planned, I went to a Renaissance fair. Um, We've got the Wolf Conservation Center. We've got parties. We've got parties. We've got parties. There's the carnival for the town that I'm in has a four or three days that it's running. There's fireworks. There's all the things that are happening now. And there's a part of me that's like, man, I want to do all of them because they only happen now. They're not going to happen again until next year at this time. So I feel like there's a huge like, oh no, what if I miss out? What if I don't do it? And here's what actually happens though. So if I tell myself and put on my schedule that I'm doing all of them, and then I realize, my God, I have something for Saturday morning and evening and then Sunday too. And then it's like the work day and it goes all through the week. And then the next weekend I have something in the morning and then I have something overnight. And then the next day I have something too. And then it's a holiday, but then everyone's going to be over and there's more somethings. And it just keeps looking like that. Like I have looked at my calendar with a sense of awe, like, wow, I'm so cool. I have so much to do combined with complete and utter horror where I'm like, oh my God, when am I going to have a moment? to recuperate from all this. This is a lot of activity and it's not something that I do often. And I don't know that I necessarily thrive when I have quite this much. It's me coming face to face with the cold, harsh truth that the reality is that while I am a fun, loving, happy person, it's in very small quantities and I don't want to do big things all the time. I can make space for a big thing, but it is actually a very big thing for me. And I guess it's for like my body, for my system. There's something that happens and I need recovery time to get my nerves or whatever's going on to get back into equilibrium. 
So there are people I know who get really charged up. And I think my daughter is mostly one where she gets tons of energy from being around people all the time and doing lots and lots of things. And for me, I expend a ton of energy to do that and I do enjoy it. And then I need like twice as much time as that in silence. My daughter can do it and needs like four hours of silence and maybe six. And then she's pretty good. But for me, I'm like, man, I need two days. I want my phone off the ringer. I don't want to do anything. I can't really plan. Like normally I want to read a lot of books, but then I'm like, man, I can't really focus. I think, yeah, something happens and it's hard for me to take in more information and process it. And that's just how it is. That's just how it is. It's not good or bad. It's just a reality. So I guess what I want to talk about is how do we take advantage of all the good things and recognize the timing that we're in and take advantage of it while still acknowledging who we are and being true to that so that we're actually enjoying the whole thing. So I think some of it has to do with recognizing that we're not all the same. Like I'm not the same as my daughter. I'm not the same as some of my family members and I can't keep up that level of energy and that's okay. I have other people who are even more hermit-like than I am and they can't take the level of activity that I do and that's okay. So we're all who we are and who we are is great. Showing up in that capacity is wonderful and it's okay and probably necessary for us to show up in these events that we want to take advantage of because they only happen right now and we don't want to miss out. But do so in the way that's the most us, the way that we feel the best about it. And some of that comes into mindset to be able to say, okay, I'm going to go to the fair. And I know that I only actually want to be there for two hours. I'm not an all day fair goer, not going to happen for me. And then there's the other planning that says, oh, there's going to be the fireworks on one of those nights. I do want to do that because we haven't done it before. I think it would be a really cool thing. And it only happens on that night. So if I'm going to do that, do I want to go to the fair that day and just go really late and stay? Or do I want to go to the fair and then come back? Or do I only want to do fireworks this year? And these are decisions that I'm really taking seriously this time around, rather than feeling bad about missing something that I could have done. So I want to be deliberate about what I am doing and what I'm not doing. I'm also considering what's feasible and the likely outcome, should I do any or all of it? So I know for me, I could wake up and feel glorious and be like, I'm totally going to go all day. But there is the wiser part of me that knows if I go all day by six in the evening, I'm toast. I'm cranky. I don't want to be there anymore. It's been way too much input. Like there's people and noises and foods and just smells. Everything is loud and bright and sunburned. I will be so tired and so cranky that there's no way I'm coming back. There's no way I'm coming back for the fireworks. So I've got to prioritize. And I think what I've decided this year is that the fireworks is a priority because I think it's really cool and we haven't ever really seen them as a family. So now I'm thinking, how can I make that experience one that we enjoy? So I'm thinking potentially we go for the evening portion of the fair so we can enjoy it and be there already, go on the rides, do all the things, find a nice seat. But I'm also planning because I know noise stimulation is a big problem for me and also for my daughter sometimes, but particularly with loud, scary things like fireworks, we're going to bring our headphones. We're going to have something to help keep it quiet and tone that down so that we can just enjoy the coolness of it and the experience of it and not have it completely overstimulate us. So a lot of this is just pre-planning and recognizing who am I as a person? What do I know I'm going to be dealing with? 
just in terms of nervous reaction and how can I deal with that while still enjoying. And when I do it in that way, like, I mean, I'm the kind of person who brings headphones, not headphones, like little tiny earplugs to the theater because the theater noise is too loud. And I've, I should do that for my daughter all the time too. She has a little thing of headphones that makes it when they crank it up way too loud, there's no need. You can still hear it even with just a little bit of attenuation. So mm, yes, taking care of yourself, super, super important. And planning for what are the highlights? What are the things this summer that make you feel like you've had a summer? So I've started to think about the seasons and the things that I want out of life. And like, what are the memories that I want to build and the experiences that I would love to have? And how can I create them? So sometimes it's planning to go to an event that I wouldn't normally do because it provides like we get to play with farm animals or we get to see someone like shear llamas and that's really cool and I've never seen that before. Or I'm willing to drive far to go to something like the Wolf Conservation Center or I'm willing to do something that I wouldn't normally do. I will take the hit in terms of the stress level of the drive or the overstimulation that might happen. And then in order to feel great about that decision, I also plan in what's the recovery time or what is the thing that I need to remember when I do this that takes care of myself so that I can last in this situation or so that I can experience it in a way that feels good and not overwhelming, that feels really nourishing. And then in the moments that I find that I am overwhelmed or just it's a lot of information coming at me, how can I think towards myself? What kind of thoughts can I have about the experience? that help me mitigate the stress or deal with it or cope with it in such a way that I feel good about it and I feel good about myself that I'm managing it well. So I find for myself and for my clients, so much of our issue is like the self-talk and what we're telling ourselves about why we feel a certain way. So in moments where I'm like, oh God, why do I have to be like this? Or that person in the other tent is so annoying. Why are they so loud? Why won't they shut up? I just need to sleep. Those thoughts come up, that experience is happening. And then I have to decide, what do I want to make this mean? Do I need to believe that if this person is loud and I don't get a perfect night's sleep that I'm not going to function tomorrow? It's like, that's really not a helpful thought. A better thought is this person's really excited and they can't seem to calm down. Okay, what do I need to do about it? Do I need to ask them, please, sir, can you be quiet so we can sleep? Maybe. Or I might just go, you know what? They're excited. I'm kind of excited too. I'm going to allow it. And I don't believe that having one night's crappy sleep is going to destroy me. That's a better belief for me. It serves me in this moment. I'm going to be fine. And then I can go into the next day and go, wow, I did. I got a crappy night's sleep, but it didn't destroy me. I'm okay. And I can hold on to that until I get home. And then I go, okay, it didn't destroy me. And now I'm going to take extra time to like take a really good shower, to get an extra nap, whatever it is that I need to have happen to feel good about life. Mm Mm-hmm. So... A lot of the details of life. I don't know. I like to kind of have a nice story about myself around how I deal with them. And when I find that I'm not dealing with things well, I try to, one, forgive myself for not dealing with it well and make a choice about how I want to deal with it going forward to go, okay, I'm kind of cruddy. I'm not handling things amazing, but that's okay. And I'm going to continue to do better. I probably need. I always add that in because I think that's the part that we miss a lot of times is, and I probably need a nap, a hug, 
you know, some more nourishing food, some silence, a walk, whatever it is. But you know, like your unconscious knows what you need. And if you're able to stop and go through those thoughts with yourself, go through that process, you get a little bit more of that self-compassion. You're able to give yourself the care that you actually want and need, not just the fill in the blank that someone would tell you to do. Like you kind of need to tell yourself what you need. I couldn't tell you. I mean, there are general things that, yes, everybody kind of benefits from, but you know specifically what it is that will make you feel better. It's okay to ask yourself what that is, and it's okay to accommodate that and make space for that and forgive yourself for having needs because, man, we all do. Mm -hmm. So, my friends, what is it? that you want to experience that can only be experienced in the height of the summer, or if you're on the other hemisphere, the height of the winter. Is it skiing? Is it going sledding? Is it for us in the summer, like going to the beach? Is it having like all of the festivals and fairs? What is it that you really want to have that would be a fun memory to create? And does it need to, do you need to have all of them? That's one question. Are you willing to have all of them or do you only want a few? That's okay. Any answer is fine. I find I like to think all of them would be great and then all of them don't end up being great (laughs) because it's too many for me. So prioritizing is important. I default again to thinking about what are the qualities of these experiences that I want to remember about a summer. What is it? And The answer usually for me is a shared experience with friends. Outdoorsness is important. Being able to handle breathing outdoors is super important. (laughs) What do I need to do to do that? And if it's an outdoor experience and I know that I'm having trouble with allergies, which I really have been this year, it's um, limiting how often those outdoor experiences are and planning them so that I can have those big events, so that I can have the gatherings that I want and maybe sacrificing on the outdoor walks, like I do indoor walks, and I've transitioned to using like one of those little waivers where you stand on it and it shakes your body. And I'm like, woohoo, I can do a workout in my room and do that a couple times a day and feel like I'm at least getting some kind of physical stimulation. But that way I'm not out there breathing in just like the tumbleweeds of pollen that have been going around. And that lets me do more. Sometimes to do more, I have to do less. Honestly, I think that's probably true all the time, and I'll stand by that. (laughs) Less is so much more. (sighs) Enjoy these moments. Enjoy your summer. Pack it in while you can. Why not? Have a blast. And please, please, please acknowledge your feelings about it all. Make space for yourself and your plans. If there's only one thing that you get out of this whole thing, it's like make space for yourself and your plans. Know who you are, know how you want to experience the thing and make space for that to happen because it won't happen without your intentionality. If you don't plan for yourself to be there and how you want to be there, you'll get swept away by how someone else wants it to be and then it'll get away from you and it won't be as fulfilling. So remember who you are. Remember what you want. Enjoy the things that you enjoy unapologetically. Show up for them, make space for them, find the way to make it happen. And then... I don't know, cherish that memory, create it, hold on to it, look at it six months from now and be like, wow, yeah, I totally did that. I'm so proud of myself, happy for myself, thankful for the memory, glad for the community, whatever it is that you're building. Mm. 
May you enjoy the season wherever you are. May you make space for yourself and all of your plans. And may you enjoy everything in your way, the way that you want to do it, the way that makes you feel the best. Hmm. Love to all of you. And I will see you next week. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.